It's time for the Kitchen Garden segment on Real World Gardener. On the line, I've got Corinne Masati, who's the founder of the Gourmantic Garden website. Once again, Corinne, it's lovely to have you on the show. Thank you, Marianne. Always a pleasure to be with you. And today we're talking about the mushroom plant, which I've got to say is one of my favourite herbs because it really does taste of mushrooms. But let's describe it. Absolutely. It's a most intriguing plant and I grow it in my garden. And it's the one where when I'm giving visitors a tour of the garden, they find it the most fascinating. You tell them there's a mushroom plant and they think I'm pulling their leg. It's a beautiful plant. It grows to about 60 centimetres tall. It's got these beautiful, thick, glossy, oval-shaped, dark green leaves. They're green all the way around and they have these beautiful flowers in spring. And then when you eat it, it's when you taste it, you get that really lovely mild mushroom flavour. It's slightly earthy, not too earthy like real mushrooms, a bit of a herbaceous note, and it's crunchy, so it adds texture to dishes. And it's just such an easy one to grow. Now, it's interesting you say that does, does your plant actually have flowers because mine has never flowered. Yeah, it has flowered one year out of the four that I've been growing it. And they're actually quite beautiful flowers, really sort of delicate purple ones, which you can find on my website if you wanted to have a look. Oh, indeed. I'm wondering maybe I'm growing mine in too much shade. That's why it's never flowered because I do do find that it's a bit heat sensitive. So in the summer months, mine's also growing in a pot. I have to be careful where I locate it so it doesn't wilt. I find that it doesn't like too much sun at all. I've got it growing uh, in a container and it's against a wall that is a little bit sort of shaded. I call it part shade, but it's probably more like deep shade in winter and it's covered by a large Atherton raspberry. So at the moment, it's it's hardly getting any uh, direct sun on it. However, I find by doing that, the leaves end up being a lot larger and the flavour is, is better and the more you don't give it much sun and you keep it moist but not waterlogged, the leaves grow larger. I've done that mistake in the past where I had it in a spot that gets a little bit of sun in the morning and the leaves were tiny, they start to turn yellow and the flavour just isn't there. Uh, yes, yes. I, I was about to say that my leaves on my plant are a bit on the small side and they tend to curve a little bit. They do have a yellow um, margin, like um, on midrib, that I, I find there's always, maybe it's just my particular plant, but it doesn't matter whether it's in, sun, in a part shade or full shade, it still has that yellow centre um, which is a bit interesting. But, yeah, and it's never flowered. But I still do love the uh, the taste of the leaves. So let's talk about how to use it in cooking. I find that because it's got a beautiful texture to it, apart from the flavour, it's something that you want to eat raw, for example, in a salad. Or if you're having a quiche or an omelette, it goes really well with that. If you want to use it in a stir fry, I suggest you use it at the very end because you want to preserve that flavour and texture. And if you're doing an unusual type of salad, then use a lot of it because it is actually quite a showcase in a dish. You can also add it to soup at the end. So it's versatile in so many ways that you can use it. 
at the moment, like mine, the leaves are about seven centimetres long. So that's quite large usually compared to the way it grows. And I find that, you know, you have to sometimes like cut them and slice them and, you know, you could like cut them into thin strips with a knife and sprinkle it over a salad or a soup or or an omelette. So let your imagination guide you here because it is a very versatile herb to use and very easy to grow, as I said before. Wow, seven centimetres. I have never had leaves that long. <laughs> the most mine have been about two to three centimetres and I, I'm lucky then, I think. You know, I found an interesting fact, actually. It has a more protein in it than mushrooms and more calcium than any other plant, including kale, as far as plants Very interesting. Goes. Yeah. It's actually a lot, lot, lot nicer than kale, but yes. <laughs> That's true. I, I used to grow <laughs> kale that I wondered why I grew it because I never ate it. So. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So oh, that's a, it's a really interesting plant. I have it growing in a very small pot, but, but I'm going to have to transplant it because um, I don't think it's ever going to get to 60 centimetres th- at this rate. So I guess this is a good time of year. It also propagates very easily. Have you done that? I've done that quite a few times. I mean, I've, I bought my plant about four years ago and I've propagated it quite a few times since and tried it in different locations. Hence, I can talk about, you know, having it in the sun and having it in part shade or, you know, or deep shade as well. And it's just so easy. You just take a cutting and, you know, the usual thing, cut it at a 45 degree angle, stick it in soil and so on. Um, and the good time, best time to do that is in spring, obviously, when it's, you know, when it's going to grow a little bit more um faster than in uh, the cooler season and this way you can propagate it you can give it to friends you can start a new you know a new plant sometimes it gets a little bit tired or a little bit too tall and spindly and a bit difficult to manage so it's easy to do and it's actually a good investment buying one plant and then you know you've got it pretty much for a very very long time yes i've got to say mine is at least four years old as well but i've just in a way, I suppose I've been bonsaiing it because I've just kept it in the small pot and it's never needed to be moved. But I think I will transplant it fairly soon and also propagate it and have more plants because I never have enough leaves uh, to to do anything much with other than putting in omelettes. When it, where yeah. have you used it most? I've used it most in salads because I really love that fresh, raw flavour and texture. And it gets the wow factor when you actually add it to a salad. I I can understand it would, and I don't. And I guess um, it's a great way of having it in food. When sometimes with mushrooms, like if you want to have it, they tend to make the food go a little bit grey. I find so having mushroom plants. Yes, in an omelette, for example, if you put real mushrooms in, it can make it a funny colour. I find. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, the mushroom plant's fantastic. Well, there we have it. That's a mushroom plant which has got a funny name called Rungia clossii, and I think it's native to New Guinea, which is uh, explains why it likes moist conditions. Well, it's been lovely chatting with you, Corinne, and I look forward to the next time. Thank you for having me, Marianne.